You know how they always say live and learn after a deeply personal and often surprisingly unpleasant experience? Well, I aim to turn that idiom on its head with more positive reinforcement through this podcast. Hi, I'm Shivraj Prashad, your host. The folks I've interviewed on my episodes have all taken that leap of faith to bring you the means to live a better life. When we have self-love, when we love ourselves and accept ourselves more, we will naturally gravitate towards foods that are good for us. You know, we were never meant to follow lists of foods uh, that are good or bad for us. No other living species, you know, lives like that. When you truly feel good about you, you'll always choose the best for yourself when it comes to food, when it comes to your drinks. We've all been through those ups and downs with our weight, ideas of our body image and fitness in general. And 2020, and in fact, even 2021, has definitely increased the complexity with how we do just about anything. Forget even achieving any of our goals. Which is why my next guest, health coach Ritu Sharma, is just so central to that conversation on how we can remain healthy in the face of any adversity. Ritu, so lovely to have you on the Live and Learn podcast. Hello, Shiv. How are you doing? Good, good. As well as one can be post-COVID and then trying to figure out how we can get out safely. So I think one can safely say that this pandemic, the lockdown this year, the last year in general, have definitely made it much harder for just about anyone to stay on course to being fit and eating healthy. But before getting into those issues, I would love our listeners to know more about you. How did your discovery of nutrition and healthy eating begin? Like anybody else, I used to think that I'm very healthy and I'm very fit. And I thought that, you know, uh, you know, since I had, didn't have many issues with weight, so I thought I was, you know, doing really well in terms of health. So I'll tell you my story, how I got into, you know, uh, health and fitness and, you know, healthy eating. Uh, I was working with an international airline for a very long time as a cabin crew. And the most amazing life uh, when it comes to travel and seeing new destinations. But a very unhealthy lifestyle. And, you know, I only got to realize it when it started, you know, hitting me in terms of uh, chronic health disorders, autoimmune conditions. I uh, used to do really long flights, as you know, all these international uh, airlines, you know, uh, they do overnight flights to, you know, different uh, countries. And these flights uh, used to last for like 12 hours, sometimes 13 hours during winters because it's longer. I used to go from Delhi to Amsterdam, Delhi to Toronto, Delhi to London. Most of the time on these flights, I used to be standing, you know, pulling those carts up and down the flight, eating that food which is in the flight, which is full of preservatives. Not many of us know that. Just, um, uh, you know, just uh, breathing that stale air of the aircraft. Mm. And that also not many people know that, you know, the air which we breathe in the aircraft is recycled, you know, mm. since there is no uh, provision of fresh air. So this all kind of made me very unhealthy. You know, I started, uh, you know, putting on a bit of weight. I started, um, you know, losing hair. My skin had a lot of acne. And I was in general always, you know, tired and fatigued. Due to a lot of acne on my face, um, I also got grounded from, uh, you know, we had we had a grooming team. Every airline has a grooming team who, you know, looks uh, into every cabin crew to see whether, you know, they are up to the standard, whether they are into the weight range, their skin is clear. So because of the acne, I was grounded and I was told to clear my skin and then get back to flying. 
of course, I I was happy that I've got a break, but at the same time, I booked myself an appointment uh, with the doctor, got all my checkups done, and I was um, diagnosed with the polycystic ovarian syndrome and mm. hypothyroidism. Mm. Now, when I was thinking that you know I was fit and healthy, this is the biggest reality check of my life, uh, because for the longest time, for me, being healthy was not falling sick, maybe not getting any fever. but this definitely changed the definition of you know being uh, healthy so my health was very important to me so you know i made certain changes in my life which um, you know pushed me into good health good mental health and uh, now here i am in front of you you know feeling much more fitter and healthier than i ever was in my you know third, uh, 20s and my early 30s you know simple things uh, shift like you know sleeping in time making a regime for your exercise at least 3 to 4 times a week taking your full night's sleep drinking a lot of water just avoiding uh, junk and sugar eating more of homemade food you know introducing uh, you know good uh, multivitamins and uh, you know calcium and protein in your diet these all things uh, you know really changed the game for me and i feel much more fitter and healthier now I know right and 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 it's interesting how you first discovered yourself but yeah what made you also decide on turning it into a career and becoming a health coach when i got diagnosed with uh, you know these uh, autoimmune conditions and then i started working towards my eating patterns and exercising and i saw the results uh, it really motivated me to go ahead and help other people i had a lot of colleagues at work i had a lot of people in my family who were going through a lot of health issues you know and when i used to share my story with them and i used to tell them what uh, you know uh, difference i've made in my what lifestyle changes i've made uh, they used to you know really listen to me and uh, used to take tips from me and then slowly and gradually i started turning it more into uh, you know taking it more seriously where i used to uh, you know uh, do small little uh, you know zoom meetings with my friends and tell them you know this five things you need to do for a healthy lifestyle and that's when i saw that my colleagues at work my family member and some close friends and all started taking the tips more seriously and started implementing it and that's when i got the confidence that i you know need to go ahead and help more people reach out to as many people as i can who are going through some kind of health disorders and then it also pushed me to go ahead and take a you know certification in health Mm. Of course I had this whole experience of changing my life turning it around in terms of health. I also stamped it with a health certification from uh, Skill Central um, government and I am a certified health coach now. I'm also working with a set of environmental scientists who are working on people's gut health and how to eat right. So uh, and also doing a lot of research on my own and as in when you keep coaching people you keep learning new things. Mm. You know? so that's where most of my experience came and that's where most of my confidence came to go ahead and help more people and we met in fact on a public coaching workshop where you walked us through the do's and don'ts but if i were to ask you going back to your practice what goes into evaluating a client's nutritional needs and then getting them to their goals uh, shival put it in a very simple manner you know although there are do's and don'ts when it comes to health and nutrition but uh, you know health and diet is customized for every individual mm. in a unique way according to their requirements and very specific to their nutritional and fitness goals 
so of course you need to connect with them and you you need to see what kind of lifestyle they are living whether it's sedentary or they have some kind of activity going on in their life what kind of medical issues they are going in uh, going through or what are their medical conditions are they on uh, any kind of medication or they've had uh, any kind of medical history and the most important thing how willing are they to change their lifestyle and how committed are they going to be if uh, you know uh, they want a certain healthy uh, lifestyle coming their way and then you evaluate all this and then you give them short term and long term goals when it comes to health and diet i also believe shiv that you know mindset habits and routines are the building blocks you know for success towards your health goals your diet goals you know getting a good healthy lifestyle now the pandemic and lockdown are things we can't get away from and i can imagine and you can imagine as well what it's done to habits and mindsets and everything it's complex it's a unique situation we've never faced something like this so when you now meet people what are the type of problems people are now presenting you with people are working from home these days everybody is very relaxed you know so uh, there is no accountability first of all of what you're doing throughout the day so irregular eating habits of you know something which everybody has been complaining about people are getting up late they are you know cooking or eating at their own uh, you know whenever they get the time and uh, when you're at home you know the kitchen is so accessible mm. you are just running into the kitchen eating every time you know you're getting even a, a small kind of you know craving or you're hungry a lot of emotional eating is hap- has something which has happened over pandemic with everybody because uh, you know everybody has got together people have got time so a lot of cooking is happening a lot of you know new dishes people are discovering people are cooking and then eating also what people have realized at this point of time how low their uh, you know uh, immunity levels are mm. and that's when the <laughs> manufacturers of limsy have hit the jackpot <laughs> and you know made a lot of money but um, you know people have realized also i think uh, they've realized uh, the value of indian spices because mm. you know you are at home you can't go out so you're trying to get into the kitchen and see you know what works for you people are getting into using turmeric a lot black pepper ginger powder you know fresh ginger and i'm happy that people are using it because indian spices you know play a very very important role in our in our immunity and how people overseas you know see it as uh, you know uh, superfoods you know when it comes to turmeric and black pepper and all of this and how as indians we have uh, not really been very used to you know using uh, these uh, spices in the right manner you know i strongly believe that no matter which diet uh, you take from any dietitian i believe that connecting with your own kitchen and uh, finding out what is the best there for you it's very very important so i like connecting all my you know clients and people who i give uh, health tips to or diets uh, i like connecting them to their kitchen and going and seeing what is right in their kitchen what they need to discard and what they need to add so of course when it comes to pandemic people have spent a lot of time in their kitchens now and uh, you know they have lot of people who i know have turned their kitchen around and you know thrown out a lot of junk and basically uh, they've made their eating habits their cooking habits more healthy and like you just said your gut health your immunity just looking at what spices what's available to you in immediate proximity they're all very important but what are your three to five core principles of your nutrition philosophy that forms the basis of all your advice to clients 
I really believe that one needs to know their body first. You know, you might be having, uh, you know, the best dietitians and doctors at your disposal. Uh, you, you might be eating the superfoods. You might be having the best chefs at home. But if you don't know your body, what is going on inside your body, you will never be able to crack good health for yourself. So it's very important to know uh, the foods, uh, you know, which are allergic to you. Uh, it's very important to know whether you have a healthy gut or not. You know, it's very important to know uh, what's happening inside your body. Are all your hormones level, uh, you know, fine? So having health checkups once in a while, knowing what's happening inside your body and working towards uh, gut health is something which is very important. Number two, half of our health problems, I think, you know, will go away if we drink enough water during the day. So that is uh, the number two tip which I give to everybody. 60 to 70% of our body is made out of water. So we need to replenish our body with water every day. You know, it's the most underrated thing. People don't follow it. But having three liters of water every day is a must for our body. Then number three, of course, is, uh, you know, your workout. Any kind of activity, you know, if you like skipping, you do skipping at home since it's lockdown, you can't go out. If you want to do weight training, you do take up weights, do it at home. If you want to run on your terrace, you can do that if you can't go out. If you want to just, you know, switch on your TV and, uh, you know, switch on yoga and just do yoga, do that. But any kind of, uh, you know, activity, it can also be, you know, as simple as playing badminton with your family or any kind of sport. But as long as you're doing some kind of activity four to five days a week, I think that's working towards good health. Number four, it's going to be, you know, emotional well-being. Mm. I think during the pandemic, a lot of us are, you know, kind of, it's a challenge for a lot of us because... We've been at home. We've not been able to meet our close family, friends, colleagues. And, you know, that's where it's been emotionally very challenging. So, um, you know, when you're emotionally not well, when you're mentally stressed, um, you know, you'll never be healthy from inside. Because first of all, you're going to release the stress hormone, which is cortisol. And when you release cortisol, a lot of things go wrong in your body. You start putting on weight. Your muscles go weak. You have a lot of mood swings. You also get high blood pressure and a whole lot of other things. So emotional and mental well-being is something which is very high and very important in my list of doing things right for your health. And how do you overcome that is again, you know, through exercising, through meditation, through yoga. So that's, um, you know, another important thing. And fifth thing, which, um, you know, I always tell all my clients, I always practice it at home is eating more proteins and eating more local food. Mm. I was really, really focused on, you know, eating superfoods, getting imported stuff, you know, eating all kinds of dry foods which are coming from overseas. But, you know, that is not going, uh, that is something which is not going to help us. Something which is going to really help us and give a lot of nutrition to our body is eating local. And why is that? Because it's growing right where you're staying. It's not coming from somewhere very far. You know, WHO says that vegetables, fruits, or, uh, you know, all these things which are naturally grown start losing, um, uh, you know, their nutritional value 30 to 40 minutes after they get plucked. So imagine if you're getting any kind of fruit or any kind of vegetable which is getting exported or coming from any other city to your city. What nutritional value is it going to have mm. by the time it reaches you? So now, uh, also if you hear all these dietitians and doctors speak, they all are saying the same thing. You know, they're saying eat more local food. Because it's right there, it's been plugged, it reaches you fast, it's more fresh, 
and you'll get more nutritional value out of that. Indians uh, don't really value proteins. Uh, if you see Indians, uh, you know, any Indian's plate, you'll see more of carbohydrates, less of protein. But they are, you know, they fail to recognize the fact that, uh, you know, our hair, our skin, um, you know, our body organs, everything is made out of proteins. And if we do not have enough protein every day, now, you know, we will start, our, uh, our skin will start getting wrinkled, our hair will start, get, you know, start to fall. And protein is something which our body cannot store. Fat is something our body can store. So we have to replenish our body every day. So I'm a little passionate about all these things. I've given you more than four or five points. But these are the points which you can, you know, very easily follow yourself. Hmm. You don't need a dietitian or a doctor to tell you this. Even if you're following three to four out of this, you are very much sorted in terms of your health. Just sticking to this concept of local and, and eating well, I remember during the public workshop, you did say that, you know, we tend to go in for a lot of medium and oil in our cooking, which is not helpful. And we forget that actually our ancient Indian form of, of cooking, the medium we use is much healthier, right? Yeah. A lot of us are still using, uh, you know, vegetable oils. We are using those refined oils in our kitchen. And uh, we've been using them over a period of time. But they are the most unhealthiest form of uh, oils which we've been using. I have always told everybody to use either two spoons of, uh, you know, organic butter, two spoons of coconut oil, or two spoons of desi ghee for any kind of cooking. Because these refined oils and these, you know, rice bran oils and all these oils, the moment we heat them on a high flame, they lose their nutritional value. And when it comes to ghee, organic butter and coconut oil, even on high flame, they do not lose their nutritional value. So it's important for us to change these oils because they are just going to, uh, the moment they go into high flame and, uh, you know, we heat them, uh, they become trans fats. Mm. And, um, you know, that's when it leads to, uh, you know, a lot of uh, cardiovascular diseases if we eat this for a longer period of time and how, uh, you know, in late um, 90s and, uh, you know, late 80s, uh, people were having a lot of heart issues. Why? Because dalda is something which was there mm. in the kitchen. My nani used to use it. You know, it was the closest to ghee. So people used to make food in that. But these are all trans fats. Uh, they should not be in our kitchen. We should strictly focus on using uh, two spoons of desi ghee, two spoons of organic butter or two spoons of coconut oil because any oil which comes out of a seed, cereal or a grain is uh, going to turn into trans fat on high. And what is your view on supplements and medication? Do they help or do they hinder? You know, as Indians, um, again, I would like to tell you that uh, we are lethargic towards the consumption of uh, vitamins. You know, um, even if today I sit and talk to somebody who's in this 50s and 60s and tell them, that, you know, uh, you need to take a multivitamin and you need, to take, you need to take a calcium, you know, because your bones are getting weak. They will say no. We are eating, uh, you know, the food which we are eating gives us everything. We are very particular about food, but <laughs> we are not going to eat any vitamins. This is the thought they have. But the fact remains that the food which we eat does not have all the nutritional value which we need. Hmm. You know, we don't get enough vitamins in the diets we eat. We do not get enough proteins in the, uh, you know, uh, food we eat. We have to, have to supplement. And I'll tell you why. Uh, why we need it. First, I'll tell you the reasons why we need the vitamins is because, of course, overheating. We are very good at gunoing our food. Mm. The more we guno it, the more tastier it is. So we destroy all the vitamins in our food. 
on high heat all the vitamin a b c d k and amino acids all of them are destroyed so we are not getting vitamins from the food we are eating until and unless you are eating you know very sauteed vegetables or maybe slightly boiled food also a lot of us are vegans we are vegetarians we are on certain diets like keto paleo gluten free you know some people um you know have very restricted diets so where are you going to get all your vitamins from mm. as vegans and vegetarians we need to be mindful about getting quality sources of you know b12 iron zinc and iodine how will we get it either you're very focused you're eating you know you are finding some superfoods which have all of this or you do your research find good organic multivitamins mostly plant based and introduce them in your diet also above 30 every individual will need calcium vitamin d vitamin b12 especially for women as there is an increased risk for uh, of uh, lack of bone density due to hormonal changes so um, you know we have to have to introduce the vitamins after 30 and the most important and the most major reason is, reason is kind of you know soils are uh, vegetables and um our fruits and our legumes and everything is growing in we're using a lot of pesticides we are doing a jo- lot of genetic modification we are using fertilizers which is leading to poor quality which in turn results in nutrition depletion hmm. food supply you know when it time the time it comes to us and uh, you know as farmers their greed is increasing you know they are uh, you know quickly um, using animal oxytocin to boost the sizes of all the products which they have whether it's fruits or it's vegetables so that they look good in turn uh, the depletion depletion of nutrition is happening and which is lacking in protein calcium iron you know vitamin c and many such more you know vitamins that is the reason why we need to introduce supplements and the most important three supplements which we need to introduce are you know protein any kind of you know it can be a protein powder organic uh, omega 3 fish oils and a good natural multivitamin these are the three things we definitely definitely need to introduce when it comes to uh, vitamins and moving away from an issue or focus of your passion and all that we've spoken about have you ever had a client who's been really difficult to work with who just won't comply won't listen how do you handle it what happens is that people are very enthusiastic when they come for you know um for a diet and when you know they hear me out and they're very excited that yeah yeah we're going to follow it and you know from tomorrow only I'm going to do it I'm going to get all those things so and I'm going to start following it but uh, you know after doing it for uh, two weeks maybe between the third week mostly you know their motivation level uh, you know <laughs> comes down uh, people drop out from uh, you know the diet um, uh, you know uh, regime um, recently I had a very very uh, you know close colleague from work who I was uh, giving the diet um, you know chart to when she was following it but um, she had a lot of weight issues she was about 90 kgs and uh, she lost the motivation in the third week though she used to keep coming back in the first two weeks and tell me that um you know there is no i can't in the first week i lost one and a half to two kgs but i'm not able to lose any more and what is this diet is not helping me and the moment i used to sit with her and tell her that what did you have for breakfast then did you have this did you have this and we used to take out 10 things which she has not done mm. so people do you know lose uh, motivation uh, she is one of them you know ki diet nahi follow karni pade but weight lose ho jaye that is not going to happen hmm. so you know you come across a lot of people who are motivated initially and they want to go ahead and um, follow it 
but uh, discipline is one thing um, which is going to last a long way and not many people have it as a health coach as a dietitian you can follow up with them you can tell them and you can keep checking with them but i think discipline and consistency are two things which has to come from a person who wants to do it and if it doesn't come from that person if the person hasn't realized it then it's not going to work hmm. they are sooner or later going to give up on the diet hmm. and it's not about having um, just uh, clients it's also about you know transforming lives i mean even if out of 10 people who are coming to me if i am able to transform four to five lives i'll be happy because i know that discipline consistency giving up certain foods exercising you know having a new lifestyle not many people are able to do it though i try to push i try to you know check with the, you know all the people i coach that being a dietitian and a health coach are two different things you know dietitian is when they give you the chart and you know every weekend or maybe 10 days they will check with you you know where have you reached but as a health coach you uh, you have to mentally change the way they think change, try to change their lifestyle what they're doing uh, during the day and check with them you know message them uh, you know regularly and get pictures from them <laughs> what kind of food are they eating so for some people it really really works and uh, you know they the way i'm checking with them they also keep exchanging pictures that this is what i'm eating and this is what i've decided to eat i'm going to do this but some people you know they just drop out they lose motivation they don't want to carry on so uh, there is nothing much you can do in cases like that and you know probably just keep in touch with them and try to motivate them and just tell them that you know what is easier for them to follow mm. rather again you know giving them a stricter diet make the diet more easier for them take out things which are troubling them maybe introduce uh, something which they can do more uh, you know easily and then see whether it works for them wow i think it's your passion and dedication that's really coming through in how you've transformed lives now finally ritu we're all about leaving listeners with something to really think about given yeah. what we've spoken about for the last 25 minutes or more what is your one message i mostly eat everything okay and my message to uh, of course like i told you no sugar spike besides that i try not to rest- restrict myself so what i would like to tell everyone is that when uh, we have self love when we love ourselves and accept ourselves more we will naturally gravitate towards foods that are good for us you know we were never meant to follow lists of foods uh, that are good or bad for us no other living species you know lives like that <laughs> but when our body is uh, congested and there is uh, we need to do toxic clearance we crave for certain foods mm. that create more of an internalness having some rules uh, maybe initially to break that cycle uh, is important uh, since it's a change which we are making but eventually over the period of time when you start to feel more positive about yourself and improve your relationship with you you will get off these diets and lists so you can truly have you know the freedom of eating what you want uh where you reach a place where you you know truly also you know choose the kind of food you can eat when you truly feel good about you you'll always choose the best for yourself when it comes to food when it comes to your drinks so love yourself then go ahead and see and choose what you want to eat is what i want to tell you ritu sharma thank you ever so much for being part of this conversation and speaking to me on the live and dance podcast thank you shiv thank you so much for having me and wish you all the best you can also listen to past episodes of the live and dance podcast on liveandlearn.buzzsprout.com 
Until then, stay safe and stay in touch.